check, check, white check. show coming at you it's presented by infab 702-586-7857 it's one hour of your phone calls and some supercross talk detroit supercross coming up in the uh, monster energy supercross series this saturday night fly racing designing its race where to complement a rider's natural movements on the bike no unnecessary distractions straightforward no nonsense function fit and style fly racing products distributed exclusively in the united states by western power sports Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Visit n-fab.com from step systems, light mounting solutions to bumpers and more. NFAB, proud sponsors of the uh, JGR Cycle Trader uh, team with uh, Nicoletti, Barsha, and Pike. And NFAB will be uh, prominently covered on uh, filthy Phil Nicoletti's bike this coming summer for the Nationals. 702-586-PULP. Uh, call in. Uh, we're going to give away a, formula, a Fly Formula Facet Helmet. And uh, two tickets to Detroit, courtesy of NFAB. So a helmet and some tickets, folks. That's right, just for calling in, just for listening. We appreciate it. Lots to talk about uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis with me in studio producing the show, holding down the fort, taking your calls, uh, and uh, getting uh, the proper uh, prizes to the proper people. The Tits Legendary. Uh, From here on out, I prefer to be called King Tits. No problem. We talked last week uh, about our Strava segments. Um, I had you covered last week. Uh, you went out yesterday yes. and uh, smashed it. Um, how many seconds greater was yours? It was twenty-four seconds. Was that that much? It was that much. I got to be honest. I don't know if I have it in me. I don't know if I have twenty-four seconds in me on that trail. I can give you a couple tips that'll, that'll help out, but I was. I was probably about ninety five percent. So well, you uh, told me you were ninety percent when you set the uh, previous. Yeah, time. now yeah. it was ninety five, so I bumped it up, but I don't have much more. I'm guessing you went on the sidewalk coming down the hill. Yep. that's a few seconds. Yeah, because it's a little sketchy at the, mm-hmm. the post there. Correct. Um, and maybe you hit the light at the end, the green light at the bottom. Nope. nope. No, still got stuck yeah, there. Yeah, because that, that that that. I think it stops before then. Yeah, it stops at some point. It was, it was, it was pushing some corners pretty hard, and mm-hmm. may or may not have been cutting them a little bit. But either way, it still counts. Well, one of us is probably going to get a huge crash <laughs> trying to beat it. I don't know, because I I pushed pretty hard to mm-hmm. get my previous King of the Mountain segment yes. time, and uh, I don't know if I have it in me to go faster. I'll be honest. You I don't know? think I got a better time in me. I think I can cut five to six seconds off going on the sidewalk like we talked mm, about. Right. But I still need a lot more. I'm still going to need another 19. You, need, you, need you know what more, I mean? Yeah. So uh, anyway, we'll just leave it at there. Okay. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm happy staying on top. Not yeah. A problem. Well, I will keep trying. And if someone <laughs> hears me that I'm in a coma, it is because I tried to beat Tits' uh, yeah. uh, Strava score. Uh, but uh, thanks for uh, coming in. Your guy, Dungey, three in a row. Oh, man. It's 45 great, great point season. lead. So, dude, I love this season. Better, better this than any season This season is terrible. Had. <laughs> this has been terrible. It really and has. It, been. it really has. Yeah, with with, with Moose Can running I mean, away at with least, these things. Like last year, uh, RV it was tight until he went on the end of the year when he went on that winning streak. Mm-hmm. Then it was over. And, and if you look at the points total from 2014, the amount of points RV won by, you're like, oh, it was a runaway. Well, it really wasn't because right. RV turned it on the last four. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, I think James had won five and RV had won six or something like that. Like there was, they were close and James was within a race or mm-hmm. so. Uh, uh, behind RV, and then RV laid the hammer down. But that was at the end. So yeah. But we're now we have six more rounds to go. Dunge has a forty-five point lead. I think he's going to wrap it up with three rounds left. 
Yeah, he's making a mockery of the 2015. <laughs> and who's next? I don't know. I, I think if Stewart were here, though, Dungey would still be yeah. leading, but he would have probably two less wins. At least it's Stu. We'd see some quads and stuff. 702-586-7857. We're going to have Jason Thomas on the show today to talk Detroit and uh, Chase Stallo from Racer X. And we may have a, another surprise guest at some point. Um, we're going to um, try to, uh, to get somebody in on that. Uh, to give you a little more info on Supercross. We're not exactly sure yet. But, again, we're giving away some tickets to Detroit and uh, Fly Formula Facet Helmet to uh, to a couple of lucky listeners here today. And uh, we're going to come up with uh, with JT here shortly. So, Dunge has won three in a row. He's never won uh, never won more than – but never won three in a row before. Going for four this weekend in Detroit. And why not? Why wouldn't he get it, right? Marvin Muskan has also won three in a row. So KTM, the Red Bull KTM guys, three in a, three rows, three wins in a row in both classes. So yeah, that's a pretty exciting. You know, as good as uh, Marvin has been this year, and he's certainly you know he passed Vogel this weekend and took off. And Vogel's been on the podium every week. It's it's only sixteen points. If Marvin has any sort of trouble, they're right there to Marvin's right there. Their Vogel's right there to capitalize. So that as good as Marvin's been, that series is not done yet uh I, I you know mistakes happen no doubt about it we see it every week on on uh on the show uh at the races so we'll see uh and then uh, as far as the fourth d class yeah well whatever canard is 45 back of dungeon 34 up on tomac so if you're trey canard you're trying to win races obviously but there isn't even really a battle going on for second right now Fly Racing's own Trey Kennard is, uh, is is got that stamped pretty well. And if he finishes there, that'll be a career best uh, placing the points for uh, Trey. So hopefully he can uh, he can do that. And, um, yeah, so uh, a couple things I want to talk about. But uh, let's save that for our guest. He's the real expert on the show, and uh, he's there now. Fly Racing's own Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Not too much. What's going on? Trying to find something to talk about in regards to this uh, series right now. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Struggling, huh? Well, help me. What? Let's talk about the track. Detroit this weekend. Going up into the stands, a la Old Pontiac. Uh, what's your take mm-hmm. on the track? It looks looks at least hey, it's a different different map than what we've been seeing. Looks all right. Looks like there's some pretty big rhythms. <clears throat> yeah, you looks wanted like three, to three ta- together. Three tables in a row in that one rhythm section. Right. Looks like you can. Uh, that's gonna. You know, you could cause some havoc there. Well, the you know the fast line is always going to be on, 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 off. Yeah, um, it just depends on can you do that and who, who can and who can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that was especially back in two-stroke days and when you know bikes weren't as good. That was really, really tough. And I mean, you could pass someone every lap there if you were you know yeah. trying to move through the pack. So yeah. you know the bikes are so good now. Probably if one guy can do it, everybody can do it, kind of thing. Yep. Uh, but, I, you know, like you said, I'm just happy to see something different and not the same old, same old that we've seen over and over. Kennard's 34 up, uh, up on Tomac and 45 back at Dunge. He's got mm-hmm. second place locked unless, you know, disaster strikes. But right. um, if Trey Kennard continues, if Trey Kennard gets another win this year, you know, one more, six races left, one more win, maybe two, finishes second in the points, uh, although he didn't win the title, that is a huge season for him. Definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, you know, he's proven this year, I think, that he can be somewhat consistent. You know, he couldn't match Dungy's consistency, but, you know, no one else can mm-hmm. other than the departed Ryan Villapoto. Um, so, so I would say it's a much, much better overall season than we've seen from Trey and something he can build on mm-hmm. for 2016. Uh, and that's really, you know, what he's looking at is he's trying to make baby steps towards that that title in the big class because he's he's never really been in the in the serious fight you know he had mm-hmm. such a strong run last year in the outdoors but you know he was out of it by then he had thrown away too many races at that point yeah it uh it's tough we'll talk about the throwing away some races too uh, trey and eli and chad reed they're making this thing easy for duns right now they are just saying here you go ryan take it yeah i think that's somewhat true but um I also think that Dungeons, he's kind of taken it on his own, too, because yeah, no, Trey hasn't been sure. that inconsistent. He's not getting 15th in there at all. You know, he's getting like a sixth here and there, which isn't great. But Dungeons just been next level consistent, you know. It, he's kind of taken the bull by the horns. So I don't think Trey has been that far off, um, you know, but if, if Dungeons wins and, and Trey gets a sixth, that's 10 points. 
you know, one one race you just lost ten points, and that's that's a lot, you know. So yeah, and that's only four races for Trey off the podium in eleven. Yeah, eleven races, yep. four races. Yeah, off and the that's podium. that's pretty strong. I mean, that's not bad. It's just when you compare it to what Dungey's been doing, it it's but, glaringly obvious what but, the difference is. Well, I'd like to add up the number of passes made this year. I bet you Canard has triple what Dunge has. That's that's he's working harder. You know. He's, yeah, he's for sure. I mean, Dunge is putting himself in a position to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're giving away a Fly Formula Facet helmet, Facet helmet, Fla- Facet, Facet, yep. Facet helmet. Uh, good helmet uh, by you guys. One of your better ones, uh, top of the line one. The best, uh, best, uh, it's the highest premium level we won. We offer. Holy crap! Just for the fly race and Moto sixty show, you guys are really givers. Um, Carter here. Carter, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Why should you win this helmet? What? What's what, to give us the story? Why do you? Think okay. All right. So this helmet. I've been rocking the the formula for I guess like four years now, and so I was I was an early adopter I guess, and just recently I sprung for the uh, the fort the 14 formula striper uh-huh. and mm-hmm. wouldn't you know it um i was out riding at an enduro cross track that we built and was trying to pass my buddy and we both got hung up in a rock garden and i fell square onto his foot peg and my formula bless it did its job but it is now cracked right down the center on the top so wow sounds like you took I'm, a pretty, uh, I'm out of formula sounds like you took a pretty big blow there Right on your buddy's foot peg. First of all, your biggest well, problem t- your biggest yeah, problem is you're riding take enduro. Take it easy on the blow there, Steve. But your biggest problem is you're riding enduro cross. That's your biggest issue going on. You need to fix That's that. True. You need that to get true. some get some therapy for that and kind of fix that a little bit, you know. But um, so okay, so you're yeah, so you purchased two fly helmets. You had the uh, old formula one. Now you had the formula striper, striker, striper. Um, I don't know, JT. What do you think? Uh, it's your call. Your show. I've, got a, I've had a couple F2 carbons as well. I feel like I feel like Carter could have made this story up, though. You know, like it could have been. He could be totally lying. This is the society we live in today. So, Carter, are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Can you send me a photo of your cracked helmet? I can once I get home. I'm not at home. Uh, work, but... How convenient. You're at work. How about this? What? I'll get his info. When he sends us the helmet, if he sends it to us, then we'll go from there. Although, if he doesn't do it, then that kind of nobody gets it this week. So ah, it's a we flawed can do it. plan. We but can whatever. do it either. All right, we'll do that. Send us, tweet me the photo of your cracked uh, formula helmet, Carter. Will do. And uh, I'll put you on hold right now. Tits will get your info, and you can be the winner if you in, did indeed crack your your helmet, laying uh, crashing an enduro cross. Sounds good, Steve. All right, thanks, Carter. Thank you. Uh, we'll see. He pro- I probably believe him, JT, but you just never know these days. You never know. You know. Uh, I seem to have a pretty good knowledge of it. He did. So he had a I, lot of. I, I kind of believed him. He had a lot of facts. He, if if he, if he's making it up, it's a lot of things he had to think about. <laughs> yeah, he put effort in either way. <laughs> right, right. Put effort into his lie or put his effort into his story. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Hey, uh, uh, Davy Millsap seems to be better uh, coming into Detroit. Um, what? kind of Davey Millsaps will show up this week. Do you think do you think he's better? Do you think he's fixed? Cured? Will he be um, will he win a race? I think he looks pretty good. Will he, he win- I mean certainly he was better. Yeah. The biggest thing he needs to do is stay off the ground. But he seems like he's better. Well he had a big crash in practice though. So uh we'll oh, he see. Did, didn't he? Yeah, I'm he did, I'm reserving yeah. judgment. Um because he got he got fifth at Phoenix. It's not like he was just terrible right off the bat. So who's gonna who's I've been gonna- fooled before. Who's going to win a race for the first time this year? Next, we got six rounds left. It's hard for. I, I think Eli's going to get one. I think Trey's going to get one. And you know, Dunge will get a few. So somebody that you think's I think gonna, I think the winners have already won. You don't see anybody pulling it off. No, yeah. not winning. No. I'm kind podium. Of, I'm yeah yeah podium. I can see Pike making a podium. Uh, obviously, he's been right there. Um, winners, I don't think so though. Seely. Possible. I just, uh, I'm going to say no. I'm right. going to say no one. The winners have already won. Yeah. All right. So we'll have, uh, what about Chad Reed? Think he can win again? Well, yeah, he already won, though. I know. No, I know. But you think he can Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think for sure. I think uh, any of the four that have won can yeah. win at, on any given weekend. I, do, I believe that. Couldn't you see the 22 winning Vegas? Or will he have packed it in by then mentally? No, no. He'll be, he'll be firing at Vegas for sure. He's always good there. That's what I mean. He's good there. Yeah. Unless he's like, eh, screw it. But probably not. No, no. He'll, he'll want to win. 
Um, hey, real cool story this week uh, in uh, in this past weekend in Indianapolis. Dusty Pipes been riding pro, I think, since 2011, maybe 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, always see him in a lot of the races. He's, a, he's just one of those guys, man. He, he just he's there. He's filling up the field. He's making the night shows uh, for the most part. Uh, always making the motos and nationals. Never really scoring any points in the nationals, and never really uh, making the well, never making a main until this past weekend. He finally did it. He's a good good guy. Fly racing rider too, by the way. And yep. um, uh, you don't have to tell me. It's a cool story. I like to see that. Uh, yep. You know, jaded old uh, guy that's been going to the races forever. I still get pumped when I see a guy like that. What must his feelings be like? Where he's like, I did it. You know, I finally did it. I right. got a point. I made them twenty man, twenty two man main event. Good for him. Yeah. Yep. No, I I completely agree. It's cool to see the unlikely guy get in there. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, your, what was your first main event like? Do you remember? I do. Uh, my first main event actually made both in the same night. Your first was, two. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was it was actually Daytona, so the, the the big bike was a little easier being the thirty bike main event, but they still came on both on the same day, so that was pretty cool. How many supercrosses uh, have you had? You did you race before then? That was my third. Okay, so your third race in, you made both main events. Yeah, and uh, it was a little crazy too because I was back to back, literally back to back. I made it out of my 125 LCQ, and then went straight to the line. My dad was holding my 252 stroke on the line, and I rode straight up to my bike, hopped on it, and then qualified again. Oh, you made both out of the LCQ? No, no, from oh. the LC, 125 LCQ went to the 250 semi. Oh, oh, okay. I see, I see so, you know you, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, right, I went right. back to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't know if I count this Daytona, mate. It was 30 guys. When was your first Supercross? Because Daytona wasn't. When was your first super, uh, 250 Supercross? I'm trying to think right? when my first big bike one was after that. Did you have another um, one that year? I had a bunch of 125s that year, but I don't yeah. know. I don't think I rode the big bike at the rest of them. Right. Yeah, I know in, I know in 98 there was a few. It's, it's tough to remember. Did, I, did you finish both main events in Daytona? No way. No. You didn't. Right? No, no, I only rode the I only rode the 250. I took off on the 125 to see if I would get like a great start and I was going to go for it, but my start sucked. <laughs> And I was kind of, like, battling in, like, 15th. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ride the big bike. So I pulled over and then rode that one. And then you rode the, all that one. You rode that entire Yeah, but I got points in that one. So it was a good move. In the 250s, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you had to get top 20 still to get points. Or else yeah. it was just kind of a waste. But I did get points. So. I, you know what? Back then in Daytona in the middle of the day, if you put 20 decent laps together, you'll get some points. Because dudes, dudes could not do it. <laughs> it was oh, a guy for like sure. You. And I, I was in yeah. pretty good shape back then. Not as good as later. But yeah. comparatively, you know, there were yeah. guys like Mike Jones. And these guys were just falling apart out there. Yeah, no, exactly. So. There's, there, you know, one thing about you, you could pound off the laps. You're like, hey, look, yeah, I can yeah. go this speed for... However, till my yeah. till my bike runs out of gas, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good good story. Nice to see Dusty Pipes do that too. I like that. It's it's good to see, man. Um, uh, hopefully he makes some more. Look, Brayton's going to be back this weekend in Detroit. Do we know that for sure? Are we stamping? I think that? so. Yeah. It, from all everything I've got, yes. Yeah, I think we I think we should stamp that. I I think so too. I, unless just right. disaster strikes, yes, he'll be out there. And the Lessie, I think he'll be back. From what I hear, uh, uh, it was yeah. only a one race thing, so. So a couple people, a couple new guys into the race, uh, into the race this weekend. Where do you slot Brighton? What do you think? If all things go well, I have him uh, somewhere around, somewhere around ten. Yeah, I think so. The number ten, around ten, right? Yeah. Um, camp. He's been off for a while. Geez, when did he? Yeah, that's that's really what it's about. I, I he's better than that, but mm-hmm. there's got to be some kind of readjustment period. Right. Probably gets a start being on a KTM and all that. Right. And, uh, right. you know, works his way through that. Hey, um, this, this week in Detroit, going into the stands, getting back to the track, what's that like going up there? I mean, it's, it, I guess it's probably not the same angle as Pontiac. Pontiac was pretty steep. Um, but still, what's that like going up there as a racer? You know what? It's really not a big deal because they don't let the crowd get anywhere near it. So you really don't notice it too much. You just, you know, you're not – there's really no elevation typically in Supercross. So that's a little bit different, but – it's not like you go whizzing by the crowd or anything because, you know, with Feld's insurance stuff, they let no one near that section. So mm-hmm. it really doesn't turn into anything other than just kind of a gimmicky thing, and, and it's really, really one-lined. That's, the, <laughs> that's the, kind of the unfortunate part of it. Uh, but whatever. I mean, different, yeah. different is always good at this point, especially this late in the series. 702-586-7857. We still have a, two, two tickets to Detroit uh, to give away from this weekend from the folks at NFAB, n-fab.com. 
graciously donating two tickets to Detroit on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. One thing about the old Pontiac coming down there, God, it got ruddy, and then there's usually a double at the bottom. <laughs> you were just, yep. you were just pray that your foot, your foot pegs wouldn't drag up the face. Well, the one year there was a huge double at the bottom of the, you know, we went up into the stadium and came down. And yeah. I, I think actually Nick Way made mention of it on a show recently, but it was in 2000. I remember it plain as day. It was just the scariest thing ever <laughs> because you come down this hill and you're, you know, all the way goes to the front. Mm-hmm. And you're, it just wants to bury into the face of these ruts because you're, you know, coming down a hill. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty scary. Yeah, pretty sketchy for sure. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, Chase Stallo is still coming up from Racer X. Uh, Luke, you got a question about Blake Baggett? Hey guys, how's it going? What's up, man? Hey, uh, yeah. Before the season started, I was with JT. I wouldn't have expected Baggett to even be inside the top ten. Um, had he stayed down in the 250 class, do you think that he'd be challenging for a championship right now? I do. Yeah, I definitely think so, JT. Tough to say. Uh, you know, we, all we have to go on is past 250 experiences, and they, they didn't go real well. Um, you know, last year he was pretty good. That was probably the best we've seen him. But I felt like Davos and Cincerello were better, you know, so um, do you think, it's difficult. I think, do you think he's the ridden 450 the 450 better, or I, I do. I think he's been – he looked more in control than I've ever seen him. I haven't seen any big crashes from him all year, and it seemed like on the 250, it was always, you know, you were one second away from that crash. So I don't know if it, you know, I was kind of the same way, and obviously it wasn't as good as him, but I rode the 450 better. I just felt more comfortable. I didn't have to push the bike as hard. I could kind of use the bike's power to go fast instead of having to just be so aggressive. So I don't know if that's helping him or what it is, but he seems like he's just, you know, more comfortable and and less crashes, and his confidence is growing every week. So. Mm Uh, definitely a surprise. He's killing it for sure. He's doing great. Great job by uh, by by Blake. You know, uh, podium at Daytona, a couple of fourths. So yeah, really doing something out there. Thanks for the call, man. All right, thanks a lot. All right, thanks, Zach. Uh, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Hey, appreciate it. How you guys doing? We're good, man. Um, I got I got actually two questions for y'all. Um, why do y'all think Canard's struggling with the starts? I mean. His honestly, his bike to me looks good everywhere else, but I mean his starts. I mean he's just it's killing him. I I I really think starts are a mental thing, man. I think you start you start not getting starts, so then you start doing more starts, and you start thinking and you start thinking about where everything is on the start, head RPMs, clutch, mm. foot foot uh, shifting, and you start thinking too much, and you just got to let it go, man. I've been with riders where. You practice starts all day, they look great, and you go to the race and they suck balls. I just think it's I think starts are a huge thing mentally, and right now they're mentally in Trey's head. What do you think, JT? I think so too, you know, and everyone's been talking about this so much lately. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's no way that I believe that, you know, his bike is holding him back. I mean, those bikes are great. Um, I just think it's something that's compounded and uh, now it's just in the mm-hmm. back of his mind before he even goes to the line. He's so worked up about it and, and knows that he's got to get a good start uh, that it kind of changes your outlook. You're mm-hmm. just not as loose, and you don't just uh, basically relax like he should be, you know. This like, is not uh, something new for him. Getting a, getting starts in a motocross race is something he's been doing his whole life. So When I worked with uh, Ferry, and he's on a 454-stroke, and there's a lot of two-strokes in the field, he still wasn't getting starts. So I, I told him at one point, look, let's just go by the box. I don't care – where the uh, where, where the hot line is, go by the box. You'll have some room to move, and your bike is faster than a lot of the bikes on the line. You should yep. be okay. It was still a disaster. It was still didn't work. And that's, I used to do that with uh, with Timmy, and I used to tell uh, Chad that too. At times, he was struggling with starts. I'm like, hey man, if you got a good gate pick, go outside, find a gate that's perfect. You know, the exit on the gate because as, you know everyone knows you have you can't pick a hole or mm-hmm. do any of those yeah. things. Go outside. Use your bike to your advantage. Get a great gate. Use your bike to your advantage and get up front. Maybe you don't hole shot, but you're top three. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he would never really listen. He's like, ah, I'm better than these guys. I'm like, okay. What, yeah. You know, you want to be stubborn, that's fine. You can get in there and knock elbows with the other seven fastest riders <laughs> in the world. Or you can go outside with guys like Nick Way and Enignap and these guys that not, – not that they're bad riders, but you're better than them and your equipment's better. Well, so. I, 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 we did the same thing and we started next to Ryan Clark one time. I'm like, Hey, yeah, you know, start out here. Ryan Clark, Clark just yarded red dog, just <laughs> weeded him like, oh, and I'm just like, okay, forget that. All right. Well, and that's what Jimmy said about Trey this past weekend is he put, you know, Trey went out there yeah. in the, in the semi on mm-hmm. the outside 
and he got yarded again. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, any other questions, Zach? Um, yeah, uh, and this may be almost another one has to do with maybe his psyche or whatever. But what do you think Bogle has to do to find speed to run with Marvin? Because I mean, Bogle, he's. I mean, to me, he looked like I said he looks great every weekend, but it just seems like he cannot catch up to Marvin no matter no matter what. What do you think, JT? Well, the biggest the biggest problem, and it's something that he's not going to want to hear, is you know the speed and and the ability to hold that speed for 15 laps is built was built three or four months ago. Uh, it's not something that you know. It's really really tough to make big improvements during the season. It just doesn't generally happen a lot. Um, you know, Marvin's basically just showing the work that he did in November and October and December. Uh, it's just kind of coming to light now, you know. So mm-hmm. to make up a big gap like that while you're traveling and you only have a couple of days to ride and then you're on the race weekend, it's it's really hard. You just don't have time to do it. There you go. All right, thanks, Zach. Appreciate you calling, man. I uh, appreciate it. I think if y'all gave away that flat helmet yet by any chance? Yeah, we did. We think we did. We may, we, right. we may put some on Twitter. Uh, Dave, what's going on? You want to talk about the GPs? Yeah, I just want a little question. You might check out. You know, I looked at the uh, Argentina, you know, the video they had on Racing mm-hmm. X, and I looked at the map to where this place is at. Man, they're going to have serious logistics issues. The closest airport is like two hours away. Okay, listen, this place is up in the mountains. You know, it's close to uh, Chile, and it's uh, up in the mountains. It's, it's their fall there. It's going to be cold, but the the problem is the closest airports are like 10 to 8 hours. The big major airports, the closest one is 2 hours. And it's all two-lane roads, like going through mountains to get to this place for hundreds of miles. You Just check it out when you get a chance on Google, man. It's like, Dave, I are, think are you going to have problems. You are know? you going, Dave? Oh, yeah, right. I wish. Well, then, <laughs> I mean, look, they'll figure it out. I mean, this isn't yeah, rocket know, science. I, you know, I, mean, I think someone's going to miss something in some teams or something. You know, I, no one's going to miss anything. Everybody yeah. will make it. All the trucks okay. will make it, and it'll all be fine. The, all right, you know. We'll watch and see, but, I mean, it's I – mean, it's going to be a major task. Cause it's, well, uh, if Villapoto misses the race because he's stuck on a two-lane road behind a, a bunch of bureaus, uh, I'll yeah. be uh, a bunch of donkeys. I'll be yeah. uh, shocked. So I'll tell you what. If yeah, they can yeah, make I'll it be... through Russia and make it to the track and race in Russia, they can make it through anything. Yeah, exactly right. Thanks, Dave. Cody. Yeah. What's up, bud? Hey, uh, do you know of any, like, big-name teams that have, uh, like, mechanics that have messed up on race day and, like, the team's, like, you're fired, like, catch playing out, you're done? Has that ever happened before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't think off the top of my head. I know a few truck tires have been fired on race day, for sure. Um, JT, anybody you can think of? I know it's happened. I've heard stories. Hmm. I know. I know. Not, not off the top of my head. Somebody sent a truck driver home on that day. So I was like, hey, you're done. It was like at Anaheim or one of those races. I believe it. Yeah. But I can't. Wow. Cody, off the top of my head, I can't think of uh, anything. I know JT's probably wanted to fire his dad on race day a few yeah. times. but um, <laughs> Yeah, Tim, we've gotten into it pretty good. Right. Timmy probably wanted to fire me a few times. But oh, he's qu- I think he's quit. I don't think I've ever fired him. Oh, he just quit. Yeah. I probably, I probably didn't have him. I couldn't fire him when I wasn't paying him. But <laughs> right, right, right. There you go. A few times. I, I know. Right, but just just yeah. wondering. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Thanks, Cody. Thanks. All right. Uh, Noah, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Steve? Thanks for calling. Um, I, I know you. we've talked about this before, and I know you're kind of up for anything with the Supercross changes, but I kind of more come to my attention, you know, we've kind of seen the same track almost three weeks in a row. Um, I guess my question is, we've seen in previous years, like with the Monster Cup stuff, and I know dirt's a factor, but, you know, like when you see the, the big, you know, uh, step on, step off, step off that James was hucking, and then I think even the year before that, where they had that huge like double with the over under, how come uh, you know how come we don't see things more challenging than that? I mean I know like, or I guess why don't we see things more like that uh, weekend to weekend in the Supercross? I know that dirt's a factor and in the safety's a big issue, but I mean they're putting it in those races, so you know what I mean. I I don't have an answer for you. I I I I, I mean like maybe trying to keep the riders healthy. Try not to have some gnarly obstacles. I don't know. Uh, to me, the whole track design, uh, track thinking, everything needs to be thought more out of the box. We we got to try to do it. We need more dirt. We need a little more imagination. Uh, it's been 
a number of years where it's, it blows my mind at these tracks and we don't try anything else, but that's just me. What do you think, JT? Yeah, I think part of it is they're trying to protect riders. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. Um, yeah, I just think they try, you know, they, they have found what they think works mm-hmm. and, you know, they're, they, they're profitable and they don't want to take a chance on screwing anything up. You know, is that the yeah, best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. I don't know that that's true, but right. I think that's what they think. There's definitely a lack of imagination going on with some of these tracks. Like seriously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I mean, we have the best riders in the world, you know? I mean, these dudes are capable of, I mean, think about it. I mean, these dudes hit Morocco's leap in the, in the nationals. So, I mean, like, it's not that they can't, you know, not that, you, you know, you can put Morocco's right. leap in a stadium, but be awesome it's not that could, they're though. not capable. It's. I really think it, a big thing, Noah, boils down to the dirt. I've been told dirt is the most expensive part of the operation for Supercross week mm-hmm. in and week out. If you brought in, think if you doubled the amount of dirt. Just, I, mean, I know that's crazy, but think if you doubled the amount of dirt for an Anaheim uh, Supercross, what you could do. What you could do. Yeah. You, you could have some, some big hills. You could put a legitimately big-ass yeah, hill yeah, on the like, track. You could put yeah, even like elevation. Would, I mean, that, that would change it up. You know, that'd be a huge thing to add. Built, you know, I mean, instead of like Detroit, like going up in the stands or something like that. I mean, you could literally put, you know, like jump up into a turn. You know, like, oh you yeah, like what hills? What if we put bigger berms, Noah, with some nets? That's right, <laughs> some net. nets. Here we go with the nets. Uh, I'm just saying, all of it, man. Let's let's try it. Let's let's change it up. But yeah, unfortunately, I, I I mean, on, on the other point though, JT. You could put uh, an alligator pit out there, and the same riders are gonna are gonna win. So yeah, that's true. Yep, I agree with that. Yep. So you know what I mean? There's there's a little bit of that too. Hey, uh, thanks, Noah. Right, Appreciate it. All right, boys, have a good one. All right, thank you. See, we got listeners listeners who want to you know swing things up. What's Dave, What's up, Dave? Hey, how's it going today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Hey, I I, I was gonna try and call it about the helmet, but they gave it away already. I was going to tell JT the last time I wore JT gear was my last time I never ride, and then I had to cut it off because of my accident. Thanks, JT. Thanks, Fly Gear. It came up pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Well, in that's the, what – yeah. In well, the ER room. The, any gear will I've – seen, I've seen them cut through Alpine Star boots with those cutters. Like, just oh, like they're – Oh, man, I was – my was like, don't cut those boots. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because it's so expensive. Probably. Oh, yeah. No. Have you ever but, seen that, JT? Have you seen them cut through boots? Oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's it's crazy, but you're in a hospital. You're thinking about your bike, about your gear, yeah. about riding again, not about your joint popped out of socket or, or your bone sticking through the skin. It's kind of funny how that happens. I didn't have a question. As honestly, I didn't think. Uh, uh, I forget his name. Your the guy who answered the phone. Tits legendary. He's going to answer the phone, so I didn't really have a question. Oh. But I wanted to. I wanted to. Since I'm on the phone, I'm the guy who called in about Weston Pike last week on the voicemail. Did you get that? Uh yeah probably yeah I don't know I don't doesn't doesn't ring like, out. But since JT's on the phone, like I like Weston's ride and I like where he's come from. I like following his career. Um, but what is up with his his um interviews? Is JGR does their PR guys train them to be robots? Oh yeah, I do. I ask, do remember your you call now. Certain questions, yeah. he's like really smooth. But when you ask him about the race, he's like. He's instantly turns it to a different guy. JT probably doesn't realize this because he's Weston's one way with JT all the time because JT never puts a mic in front of him to talk to him about the race. But it is it is funny, JT. You he goes into a blank mode and starts talking super fast and throws out all sorts of just like general stuff about the race. And then you 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 say about ask him about Adam Intonap's Timberland Timberlands and he loosens up and laughs and it's really weird. Uh, well, you know, JGR is one of those teams that has they have PR people. Yeah. So, yeah, I I have no doubt that they've tried to you know steer him in the right direction yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, he definitely he he turns it he turns it on, man. So. Oh yeah, like, I still like him as a rider. I love oh, yeah. personality. I love when he kicks the bike off the stand at Daytona. But you can just tell like when these big companies get a hold of him. I didn't like the when he kicked the bike. They off change the bike. him a little bit, and it's like how hard is it for a top tier guy like say Weston? To, to keep the Senate fun involved when you have big companies all all about one thing, the bottom dollar. And then when he does it, when he did that interview with you on your podcast and on that when he won his heat race. Yeah. I was like, man, you need to slow down. You're on you know, yeah. this is your time to shine. Hey, hey. Me? Yeah. Um this is a delivery driver. You delivery driver? Okay. So yeah. do you take your delivery truck and just smash it into a wall repeatedly? 
Is that something? Um, I want to. Okay, but you don't because that is the 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 truck you need to deliver your your goods and services with. So. Oh yeah, like, I'm, I'm not saying he does. No, don't bash the company. Don't bash nothing. Well, okay, but, but Weston Weston kicked his tool, which is his motorcycle, off the stand. He was angry and he kicked it off the stand. Doesn't do anything. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's like smashing your delivery oh, no. truck, Dave. The key is it's his his bike. His, to do as he pleases. It's just not a yeah, nice thing to do. Bike back then. That wasn't JVR's. That was a Suzuki. Yeah, I know, but his bike. It doesn't matter. You just don't do that. Yeah, you I may not. He does that. <laughs> he did do it. Don't don't drop it. Don't not don't. Treat don't it with it respect. Ground. It'll treat you nicely if you treat it nicely. That's all I'm saying, Dave. Oh yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. Okay. I called in about the D. Hey, I called in about the Detroit tickets. Do you still have those? We do. Yeah. Uh, JT, do you want to give Dave the Detroit tickets, even though... I haven't been to Detroit since the old Silverdome, and because you could, like, you could uh, tailgate out there, you could make an event out of it, and I haven't been to Detroit since then, since 2005. So why do you... uh, So you're going to really use these tickets if you go? Yeah, I'll use the tickets. I'm only three hours away. Okay. I was going to go to Indy, but Indy Indy looked like... um, Okay, all right. Uh, Dave, you're on hold. Uh, just grab Dave's thing. We got it. We got to run. Thanks, Dave. Uh, hey, by the way, we got um, Carter did send in his photo of the helmet, JT. And, got it. I already and, answered. And, and it, he's the winner. And it is broken. <laughs> yep. So uh, we give away our fly a facet helmet. Uh, Mark, what's going on, man? You're fired up. How you doing, Steve? Yeah, I'm fired up. I hear all this talk about money for bringing in the dirt. You guys are talking about. Yeah. I've been a fan of the sport for a long, long time. And uh, I'm always wanting to see something different, whether it's more dirt, whatever. And I'm, I'm fired up. What got really, really got me mad was I'm so sick of uh, motocross athletes. I believe are the best athletes in the world, and they put so much on the line, so much training, and everything. They don't get the pay they deserve. That's where the money should go. More riders should be sponsored. More. Better pay, better, you know, everything. Yeah, I hear you, Mark. I, I hear you. It. it just fired me up, and I've I, been wanting to call in here for years. I agree. You had Marty Tripes on years ago, and I remember him crashing into a wall one time in practice. He came in too hot doing some doubles, and when you hit the bottom of the double, you took a turn and hit a wall, mm. blew up in the stands. I wanted to talk to him about that, but I never called. And this just got me fired up. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm well, just ranting and raving, but it got no, me fired up. I hear you, man. There, there's always that needs to be better. It's not bad how it is. Everyone's trying. It does need to be better. I agree with you 100%. It was supposed to be better, and JT blocked it. I don't know what happened. JT said he he blocked it. He <laughs> said he didn't want hey, to. Hey, I really that. want to say thank you guys for the work you guys do, you and JT, and I've had the pleasure of seeing him race before, too. Oh, jeez. Here we for go. For reals. And, uh, hey, is there any way you can get me any Iron Man tickets? That's uh, going to be my highlight of the summer. You'll have to wait for an Iron Man for this summer to, for me to get you some tickets at some point. Uh, we'll probably be giving some away, though, for sure. That's what I kind of figured, but I, I, and, yeah. I and I probably will call back. It's way then. too early right now. You can email Jason Wygan. He'll probably give you some. Try that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah, no, he's, he's so cheap, you're always saying. No, but he's the voice of the motocross series and has access to tickets that we don't. So This is true. Thanks, Mark. I just wanted to thank you guys. Yeah, thanks, bro. It's getting me a little fired up. Yeah, I hear you. Thanks for listening. Appreciate Uh, it. Yeah. Love you guys both, man. All right. See ya. Briggs, what's up? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Um, Hey, if Villapoto goes through with, I mean, GP season stays healthy, and if the season, you know, all the guys do motocross stay healthy, what do you see as being America's team this year? Well, what do you think, JT? Uh, I would say Dungeonville Poto, for sure. Um, whoever wins 250s. Yeah, I would say Jeremy Martin at this point, maybe Cooper Webb, but whoever wins at the outdoors. Yeah. Do you think uh, Villapoto would go? I think Villapoto would go. I do, yeah, because if he makes it all the way through, it would be literally right after Glen Helen. And if let me tell you what, though. If he wins the title or, or comes close or whatever and isn't selected for the team, I will be angry. I will be I will be very angry. Oh, he'll that, get selected. Uh, no I, JT, there's a lot of politics involved. You know that. There's no way there would be a mutiny 
Dude, if he didn't get there, I'm with you. But don't you think yeah. there'd be some sort of? That's why I was. If asking he wins a world title, I think of... there's there is zero chance he doesn't get picked. Okay, that's my opinion. All right. Yeah, it should be interesting though, Briggs, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I said, I know with how the GP series is and how sometimes they don't play nice in the sandbox together. So yeah, uh, no, that's that's exactly I, it. So it, it, I will. I will. I'll take any bets anybody wants to make. Out will there you bur- if he wins? Will you burn the Team USA compound down if he does not get picked? If he wins a title and is healthy and doesn't get picked just out of politics, um, yeah, keep everything flammable away from me. <laughs> what do you guys think of them? Um, I mean, and I know they don't, which I'm not sure why they don't do it, but do you see them taking somebody like, hey, Muskin wins the title and you get, you know, somebody else to finish the second outdoors in 250. Do you see them taking Kennard or Tomac and having one of the three guys drop down? Well, I, I wrote a lot about this. The, you know, we, I don't know if you're aware of this, but USA has lost three years in a row. And Correct. other countries do that all the time. And we That's don't cool. do that. And I think it's kind of BS. We should do it. And I spoke to Tomac about it. He was like, heck, yeah, I would have I wrote a 250F. I would have wrote anything to be on a, a motocross to the nation's team. We never do that, and I don't know why. And we keep sending guys like Baggett has not shined at these races. Jeremy Martin, look, big crash uh, last year, but he has not shined at these races. We have these guys, these kids go over that maybe aren't really ready or aren't the, in the best uh, frame of mind or whatever it is. And other countries have been beating USA, and they put their – Bigger bike riders on the small bike all the time. So I don't know why we don't do it. We, sh- we should. Caroli, Caroli did it last year. I just don't see why we don't send our three best riders. And um, Caroli, Caroli was supposed to do it last year, but he never did. He they, did. they had an injury, so he didn't end up doing it. At, at his nations? Yeah. He did? Yeah. He did? I thought he Yeah, I he thought, rode 250. Remember, he crashed his brains out. <laughs> I thought there was supposed to be – I thought there uh, – I think that somebody dropped out. We'll have to look it no, up. I thought, he, he rode. I, I thought he did. He rode the 250. No, he was, was supposed to. Let me. No, let's... he rode the 250. He beat Jeremy Martin in the qualifier on Saturday, and then yeah, he, he did. You're right. Okay. He, he won the qualifier, and then he crashed his brains out on Sunday. Huh. All right, there we go. Uh, thanks, Briggs. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one, guys. All right, all right, JT. Uh, we gave away the fly facet helmet. We gave away some uh, tickets to Detroit, courtesy NFAB. Uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. I know okay, we didn't, we didn't talk a lot about Detroit, but you know, not all. Lot to go with, so I know your your enthusiasm at all time high, and especially since you're going the next two weekends, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I thought we covered. Oh, that. okay. Well, you're uh, you're uh, you're jealousy. I can hear from your jealousy through the phone. Oh, bitterness is is next um, level right now. I will be enjoying myself the next uh, two weeks. I will not be going to the races, and uh, you know, Swiss Corps will handle all things pulp this weekend. So, thinking about sending tits to to. Maybe interview Ryan Dungey, but then then it got weird, so couldn't do it. <laughs> All right, thanks, JT. All right. All right. See you. Jason Thomas, everybody, on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Uh, let's take some more calls while we wait to get uh, um, Chase Stallo on the line. Kyle, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, doing well. Uh, appreciate the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling. So I had a comment on, first, the track this year. It's just. Besides Daytona, uh, I can't say I've really enjoyed much of the racing at all this year um, due to the track. Just no path. It's uh, yeah. You know. It's it's it seems more than ever that if you need the start, I mean, it's always been important. The start's always been important, but it does seem this year more than ever getting the start is is what what helps you. You know what I mean? You're absolutely uh, right there. It uh, hasn't been a lot. It hasn't been the season we thought it would be on so many levels with JS7 and RV not there. No, I've been been pretty disappointed with uh with the season. Uh you know, I think I think uh the whole Dungey thing is probably a long time coming. You know, he's been uh he's been good for a while but just just missing that last part. I I just I don't know if it's uh more JS7 and uh, RV out or if mm-hmm. Dungey's uh, you know, stepped it up. Well, I don't that's, know. That's, that's, that's the magic question, man. I asked Roger DeCoster that, and he says he thinks that Dungey's better than ever. The bike is awesome. That factory edition 450 is awesome. And Dungey got married. Dungey's working with Alden Baker. Um, he's in a different environment. And according to Roger, he's been better than ever. So um, it's, a, it's a bench racing question we'll never really find the answer to, you know? Yeah, I can't argue with that, though. He is good. Um, second second comment was uh weimer have mm-hmm. uh have you talked to or anybody talked to weimer lately what's going on with 
Well, still on with him. I expected him to to be better. Yeah, I, I thought he would be one of those guys that's hungry to get back on a factory ride, and he would kill it and get back on a factory ride this year. Uh, certainly, I've worked with guys like Ferry and Way that were in the same position as Jake, where they got kicked off factory teams, and um, they had to go prove themselves, and they did. It was a huge motivator for them. I saw it firsthand. So I thought Jake would be one of those guys. It hasn't worked out that way. He's crashed. Seriously, JT and I were debating uh, whether he's crashed for two months in a row or three months in a row. He's crashed a ton. The good news is this weekend, past week weekend in Indy, he got and got tenth. Uh, I think got tenth, um, which is his best finish in a long time. I talked to him last week. He says he keeps crashing and stalling his bike, and he's trying to figure it out. And I mean, he's not. Jake is a pretty realistic guy, so he's not. You know, I think he's down a little bit on his results, but. Indy was good, so let's hope he can keep building. Yeah, I think people are a little hard on him sometimes about the, uh, well, you know, t- uh, he doesn't care, his no, attitude. His attitudes, think, his interviews are great. He's honest. You know yeah. what I mean? He he really is. We get, there's a lot of guys out there that just that, that the only reason they didn't win is because they didn't get a start, and that's how they act. And you're like, no, dude, you you know you're not that good yet to win. But Jake is a realistic guy, and maybe it hurts him sometimes. But myself, I, I love interviewing him. I think it's great. I think so. I think that you know. I don't. I don't think there's any anything wrong with it from from my standpoint. But from an internal standpoint, I think that could probably, um, you know, sometimes being a realist, even though he's being honest, it mm-hmm. could uh, oh, maybe yeah. hold him back a little bit. I agree. Yeah. No, I uh-huh. agree. It can for but, sure. So uh, last comment was uh, can you get get Ping back on uh, the uh, the show. I'm working uh, on it, man. He he was supposed to. He's bailed on me the last two times because of work reasons. Um, you know, he doesn't have that many Mondays free, but we were just in touch the other day, so we're working on it, man. I, I want to get him up here. I'm with you. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. All right, let's bring in uh, the RacerX Online editor, uh, or maybe editor. What What are you, Chase? Assistant editor? editor in- uh, managing editor. Managing so. editor. All right, so you're my boss. I have editor in the title, so you're yeah. close. You're, you're my boss. Anyways, <laughs> that's it. Um, hey, sorry to uh, keep you waiting so long, but so talking about Weimer, that last caller, Kyle, I like talking to Jake. I like interviewing him. I feel like he's very realistic. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it's – well, what I think probably hurts him is that, you know, 90% of the guys in this sport aren't going to give you that type of interview. Mm-hmm. Um, so when someone like Jake does, people think it's whining or, um, you know, he's depressed or whatever it <laughs> right, may be. Right. Um, so – I mean, I think it's just circumstances that hurt him more than anything. Like if, you know, if we're in a football and these guys, you know, get the interviews that they, you know, that aren't portrayed to sponsors or whatever, um, I don't think it would be that big of a deal, you know. Yeah. So, no, I just feel that's like two cents on it, anyways. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, and Indy was a good chance for him to build on something. Finally, got a decent result. Yeah. Right. It's and it. <laughs> It was weird. I was actually looking through the results after the race, and I was like, "Wow!" I, you know, I've been used to so seeing him at the bottom that mm-hmm. it was almost like, "Wow!" I forgot all about Weimer, um, <laughs> which was just sad because that's how it is in the sport. You know, it's mm-hmm. a couple weeks, and you know, like Brayton's coming back this weekend, I think, and it's like, "Oh wow!" I forgot all about Justin Brayton. You know, so yeah, yeah. Um, where you know, you, it was good for him, and hopefully, he can build on it this weekend. Where do you slot Brayton in this weekend? What are you thinking? JT said around tenth. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't think it's much better than that. I mean, he's been off a while, and then I heard he was sick last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, I think he's probably just coming back to get his feet wet. I mean, I doubt he's you know had is putting a lot of pressure on himself to get you know top fives or anything like that. So mm-hmm. if he you know tenth to fifteenth and is and no crashes, I think he's probably leaving happy, um, or I would be anyways. Um, so, yeah, I, I would agree. I'm at 10 to 15 range. Yeah. You are going to Detroit this weekend, right? We are. We're leaving tomorrow. Um, what's What are you looking for? What's your storyline here? What's, what's, um, <laughs> I think way. Um, I actually um writing a little bit about it in 10 things is, you know, this could well, it's most likely Nick Way's last Detroit Supercross um, mm-hmm. or Supercross in his home state, um, which I think is a, a good story. Um, uh, other than that, uh, <laughs> not much, man. You're looking at, you know, uh, the Geico rookies that seem to be kind of coming together. Um, uh, in the 450 class, I think you got Millsaps um, finally kind of looking healthy and, you know, whatever was bothering them, um, maybe over that. Um you know, you got Brayton coming back, which is cool. Uh, and then, 
you know, can somebody beat Dungy? I mean, I think that's yeah, that's kind of the thing now is can who's going to beat him? Um, which you've which you've gotten some heat for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people kind of misunderstood what I was saying. I didn't mean that they could just automatically every time beat him. I just they're capable right. of it. They're, do I have to put capable in there in the article when we all saw it happen? You know, two months ago. Of course they can. Yeah, we know they're capable. I mean, but um, there's a comprehension part to reading as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I feel like Tomac, Kennard, and Reed are just I feel like they can beat Dungy or at least give him one hell of a race, which we haven't seen for a while. Um, but they are right now just giving it to him. Just here you go, Dunge, take it. We don't want it. We're gonna get bad starts. We're gonna, we're gonna crash. You know. Yeah, I, I I agree. And the the thing I disagreed with in the comments was that we haven't given given Ryan his due. Um, oh, yeah. I would say we've gone over and beyond given Ryan his due. I mean, eventually you have to look for other storylines. I can't, can't just keep yeah. writing about Ryan Dungey winning. Yes, he's winning. So what else is going on? I um, can't uh, I can't praise Dunge anymore week in and week out. I've run out of yeah. things to say. You know what I mean? He's, he's Yeah, he's and, and if you watch the TV show, you've seen Ryan Dungey win. I mean, we're not yeah. we're not really breaking news here. Um, I mean, I talked to him this weekend after the, on the podium and you know, I mean, I tried to get a couple of different questions in there that I haven't maybe heard or right. or whatnot. But for the most part, it's, it's right. you know, Ryan's just killing it. I mean, what's he going to say? I've changed my program? No, yeah. he hasn't. Like, yeah. I mean, he has with Baker, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. he hasn't changed it in, you know, from week one or whatever. Um, so, um, Hey, uh, switching to 250s a little bit, um, you, you follow the amateurs closer than I do. So Hampshire and Smith this weekend, third and fourth for Geico Honda. And I wrote a column about it, how they're just, you know, sort of reloading here. Who do you like better out of those two guys? Or what's what's one guy's strengths? What's, uh, what's one guy's weaknesses? Like, break down Smith, Jordan Smith and R.J. Hampshire for us. Uh, Smith was the more, and again, I kind of got out of the scene uh, full time before they came up, but um, Smith was more the guy that everybody expected to be here. I mean, he was a rock star athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still had a big support. Um, won a lot. And then Hampshire, as you know, many people know, was a, a baseball star. Mm-hmm. Um, he really – what's funny is, is he had his breakout a couple of years ago at RCSX, which is run in Daytona. Um, so it was a little ironic that he, you know, had his pro breakout there too. Um but that's, you know, he really didn't take off so late. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he did, he took off, though. I mean, he was winning Minios. He was winning, um, you know, swept Loretta's. Um, he was fast. Um, Smith, in his careers, has a tendency to crash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to come off wrong. Um, but, you know, he's he's <clears throat> he's had that tendency. I think we saw it at the Monster Cup. Um he crashed at Minios, which I guess wasn't technically his fault. Um, <laughs> right. But that's that's kind of what he's, you know, he's very fast, but he need, he's kind of like Ant, uh, Rodriguez, just kind of needs to harness it. Um, so I thought it was great last weekend on that ruddy technical track that he was able to put all that together. Um, I think we were even talking to him like, uh, this is going to be a tough track for him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he proved us both wrong, so as much as we know. Um you know, I don't. I don't know if I like one better than the other right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as I think we know, it's one thing to be an amateur star, and then it's another thing to be a pro star. Um, I've seen a number of kids kill it in the amateur ranks, come up and not do much in the pros. Um, and I, I just still think it. I'd have to judge after next Supercross year too. I mean, I'd like right. to see them both full season outdoors, for full season and Supercross, and then. You know, next year I think is when, you know, we'll probably have to look at them as, you know, maybe they're the favorites coming up because, um, you know, Bogle's going to be gone. Muskin's going to be gone on the, in the east. Um, you know, Martin may ride west. Um, so, you know, they're they're kind of the future for sure. I like uh, Hampshire's coach myself. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Who, who, is he? who coaches him? Uh, I, I got him, Tim Ferry. I don't know. Uh, He's yeah. pretty good. Didn't he used to race like Enduro Cross or something? All right, Chase, we're moving on. <laughs> um, hey, one of the things um, I wrote, uh, Mitchell Oldenburg of the Armor Energy team. Now, I talked to Jimmy Albertson, the team owner, who's he's going to be out for a long time with some soldier, shoulder injury sustained at Indy. But Albertson said they're they're working on right now securing Oldenburg for 2016. Um, oh, wow. They want to sign him up and all that. And certainly – 
Um, you know, hopefully that 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 works well out for, works well for Jimmy. But my point is, Oldenburg is one guy that I would, if I'm Peyton or Jeff Myshek or Larocco or these guys from Geico, I'm looking at a guy like that that's on a on a on a B level team uh, with you know good bikes, but not 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 factory support. And I'm looking and thinking, like, if he can do that on that bike, what can he do on my bike? Do you, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I do. And I, I think I've seen it for the past couple of years. Um, unfortunately, he was in that east region that was just kind of watered down. So yeah. I think everybody was like, oh, you're getting seventh in a, in a not a great class, so you're not that good. Um, well, I, but he was good. And I think, we, <laughs> I think we were like that with Peters, too. We were like, oh, whatever, Peters. You know? Yeah, and, and if you remember, Peters beat – Justin Bogle at Loretta's, and yeah, he was getting beat a lot before that, but you know, he had a star ride. Um, you know, Peters wasn't slow by any means, and I actually went back and looked at his, so I was looking for something else, and I think it was that, yeah, 2013 season, he went 4, 5, 2, like 8, and then got injured. Um, so it's, you know, you're right, I think a lot of these misconceptions, and Freeze had it too until he came last year and got uh, fourth or third again. Um, the year before he got fourth, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, it's because the East Region's not fast." Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess take it for what you will. But you're right. I, I think these guys have been hurt by that, and mm-hmm. now that the East Region's pretty healthy and, and pretty stacked, it's like, "Oh, wow, these guys are fast." <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I, so I, you know, I think I, that uh, we fall. I fall into that category where you're like, "Ah, whatever," you know. And, yeah, and it's easy to do. I mean, especially when you know Davalos and AC and uh, uh, Baggett go out last year, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Well, yeah, they're only podium because those guys are out." But yeah, those guys are factory guys, and the East Region is typically full of privateers. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a big difference in what those guys, the equipment those guys are using. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it should, but, should be interesting. Um, hey, cool story on Racerex Online today. An interview uh, from Troy uh, with Dusty Pipes. First main event yeah. after all these years. That's awesome. I was talking to JT earlier and said that that's, that's a cool story to see. I like that. Well, it was even more impressive that the guy has a 4.0. And, you know, I've seen his name around for forever. I mean, I remember when we did that Dusty Pipes headlines. Um, mm-hmm. But I've actually never talked to him. Um, so it was cool to see that, you know, you know he's in college. He has a 4.0. Uh, and, you know, he's just a guy that likes to go racing and is – you know, good enough to go pro. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not going to make a ton of main events, but he's probably having the time of his life, you know. Um, so, you know, stories like that are great to see. And, you know, especially in this sport where people like to, you know, oh, man, this guy should do this or he should quit or right, whatever. Right, right. Um, you know, it's cool to see guys like him and Seven Deuce Deuce. And, you know, yeah. there's a ton of them out there. Nick Smith. um, they're just cool guys that like to race and are good enough to do it. You know, they're the weekend warriors, but they're good enough to do it in front of 60,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. Uh, Chaser. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Always a good time. Yeah. Fly racing moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Uh, thanks buddy. Have fun in Detroit without me. So yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we'll be thinking about you. Don't go to <laughs> what, what you don't need to do is don't go to those casinos downtown, drink a bunch of beer, eat some euros, and then like go directly to your flight. Cause I did that once and it wasn't good. So, <laughs> Don't do that. Well, we're driving, so we'll have a little leeway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, thanks, Chaser. All right, man, see ya. See ya. Chase Style, everybody, from uh, RacerX Online. Uh, fly Racing, they make much more than gear, helmets, and casual wear. Fly produces a range of bike stands, loading ramps, tie-downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. Flyracing.com, we give away a Fly Racing facet helmet to uh, to Carter, um, which is good. Uh, he he sent some uh, some photos in, so it really did happen. Believe him, tits? Once I saw the photos, I did. Yeah. Uh, thanks to NFAB for the tickets, n-fab.com. We gave those away to Dave. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening to Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. We will be back next Thursday with some more talk, Supercross talk. Thanks for calling. See ya.